Well, welcome everybody to what is an exciting time in the history of this country. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of background history because some of you uh, will be quite shocked as of what's taking place uh, and not know what's going to happen. You might go into fear, but I can assure you once you find out what's really happening, you're going to be very, very excited. But first, let's go back a couple of hundred years to when all the First Nations were on this land and they were the sovereign rulers on this land. And along came a few folk in boats. Now, we've been told that these boats was the French, Dutch, Spanish, and in particular, the British. And the British came here to colonise the land. Well, in actual fact, that's not true. What was sent out was an expedition from a private trading company. And that private trading company landed on the East Coast and they determined that there were resources here and so they wanted to claim the resources. And this foreign corporation realised that because the land was occupied, they couldn't claim it. So they had to find an alternative and they sailed to Norfolk Island, which was unoccupied, and they claimed Norfolk Island. Then they had to find a way to do trade on this land, and the local tribes were not particularly welcoming of the invaders, and they were. They were foreign invaders. They were traders. They were looking for things. And if you want a, a comparison, think about how the Incas they literally went in and stole all their gold. And all of these countries were actually travelling the world trying to find new trade. It was all about money and conquest. It wasn't about going to help the people that they were uh, encountering. It was all about conquering them and tricking them into giving up their product. Well, the, the First Nations people on this land didn't buy into that. So what happened was that... They brought over four chiefs from New Zealand. And now we're at the time when we've got New South Wales, and New South Wales extends pretty much all over the eastern coast, and they're setting up colonies, and they're introducing this rule of law to all of the convicts that have come out here. Remember, this was all convict settlement, because why did they send the convicts out here? Because they wanted to use them as slaves to rape the land of its resources. That's why they sent the convicts all the way out here, because it was cheap labour. So we had the you know, New South Wales, and what they did was they brought four chiefs over from New Zealand. This is in around about 1798, I think it was. Excuse me if I've got the wrong date, but it was very early on. And they did a treaty using the four chiefs from New Zealand to do a treaty with New South Wales so that they could trade on this land because they weren't on this land. They were on Norfolk Island. Now, from that moment, that foreign corporation has been imposing its corporate rules onto this land to all of the convicts, all of the citizens, all of the subjects 
these are all fictions that are minor. They have no rule. They have no um, rights. The First Nation that. So what was the solution? The trading company tried to kill them all. They succeeded in Tasmania, but they couldn't succeed on the mainland because they could escape. So they determined that they would try to break them up, use missionaries, try to convince them, steal them, do all that. They tried everything they could, and that has not stopped. So this foreign corporation has been using this land as a resource and deceiving all of the people on it into thinking that they had free reign when they don't. They were either subjects of the king or queen or they became citizens. Citizens also have no rights. And the only people who were wise enough to not buy into it were the First Nations people. But it's come to a head in this country where the corporate fiction called Australian government, and it's not our government, it's a private corporation that operates from outside of our country, from Norfolk Island and from the United States, has got to a point where people are waking up and they're saying, I don't want to be a slave anymore. I'm sick and tired of paying mortgage rates that go through the roof while the banks announce $18 billion profits. I'm sick and tired of going two kilometres over the speed limit. This has got to stop. Well, the only way it can stop is not if we fight them. We have to separate ourselves from their system. But how do we separate ourselves from our system? We can do that. But then we're still on this land, and this land is still being controlled by the foreign invaders. What we whiteies, for a better word, need to do is we need to support the true sovereigns of this planet and the true sovereigns of this nation, the First Nation tribes, because they are the true sovereigns of this land and it is their law that operates. The only reason that all of the other legislations are bound to you is you've been tricked into contract because you've been tricked into getting a driver license. You've been tricked into getting a bank account. You've been tricked into using the surname, which is not use. It's the surname that contracts you to the corporation. It makes you subservient, a slave. Slavery was not abolished. It was just shifted from the living realm into the fiction realm, into paper. And you weren't informed that, and you have been transferred into slavery through paperwork. Well, what has happened is that the First Nations people have said, we've had enough of that. And they started a process some time ago, in particular, in early January this year, when they served paperwork on the Australian government and all other corporations and state governments, telling them that they were unlawfully on their land and they must leave because they're trespassing. The invading corporation ignored that. So the First Nations people went to the international courts and they 
got a legitimate ruling from the First Nations courts that the First Nations people have a right to self-determination and that cannot be overruled by anything. So with that ruling behind them, they started putting other claims into the international court. But those claims were being rejected because clearly the international court was being run by the same people who ran the corporate fiction. But these very brilliant people realised that the New Zealand International Court, which was a court of the Maori and a court of record, could be used to file their documents. And they have since filed their documents in the International Court in New Zealand, which has paved the way for the First Nations people of this country to take the country back lawfully, legally and peacefully from the corporate fiction. This is massive. What has happened in the last two days is new documentation has been created and served. In particular, you might note that uh, the Premier of Queensland, Palisade, Palisade, whatever her name is, suddenly resigned after promising the people she was going to stay through to the next election. All of a sudden, she suddenly resigned. And there was a lot of speculation about why that happened. But this had happened before. This had happened in the Northern Territory with Gunner. It had happened in Western Australia with McGowan. It had happened in Victoria with Dictator Dan. And there was things going on in New South Wales when Berejiklian left and others have left and so many have left. Why have they suddenly left? It's because of the documents that have been created by this incredible group of First Nations people who have basically said, if you are not under our law, and you behave in certain manners, you will be held accountable under international law for war crimes, for genocide, for fraud, and so on and so on. This is why Palaszczuk resigned, because the day before she had been served these papers. Now, if you don't know what these papers are, we can make them available to you on this website, through this group, and you have the right to know what's going on. You also have the right to serve these papers on any organisation or person that you wish to. What you are doing is putting them on notice that if they do not abide by the First Nations law, that's L-O-R-E, then they will be complicit in genocide. It also means that you are not bound to follow their fines, orders, directives, legislation, anything. This is a powerful time in this country. And what will happen in this country will change the face of life on this planet because this is about setting the people free. And I'll go into the detail of that in future uh, episodes of these Zooms. But for, for now, I'm giving you the background. So Monday of this past week, three days ago, and there is a video that you can watch which shows you this happening. 
members of the Kabi Kabi tribe in Queensland took control of their land back from the foreign organisations. That's back from the Australian government, that's back from the Queensland government, and it's back from the local Shire Council. And they took it back from the enforcers, the policy enforcers, who were enforcing the will of the private corporation rather than protect the people. And they went in peacefully. And to each of these organisations, they served these documents on what is called notice to principal is notice to agent. And what that means is that you can serve a document on the cleaning lady or the cleaning man, and that means you've served it on everyone employed in that organisation. This was a very, very powerful day. And the people who were there realised something extraordinary was happening. Since that time, the Kabi Kabi tribe have already started to seize back sections of their land with paperwork, which I will explain to you in future episodes how it works. But what has also happened is that certain people have been appointed as ambassadors to assist this process. And what is happening now is that other tribal nations all over Australia are contacting through the Kabi Kabi people to do exactly the same thing, to take control of their land back from the corporation in a peaceful and lawful manner. So where do we go from here? Well, by these documents that I've spoken about, you serving these documents on your local council, on your local MP, will change the face of this country. Already behind the scenes, a group of committed people are developing new strategies that will free you financially and will free you physically from the prisons that the financial corporations have imposed upon you. There will be a whole new banking system. If you've got a mortgage, your mortgage will disappear. You won't have to pay it. No one will be taking income tax from you because you won't be earning an income. You'll be getting a fair exchange of your time and services for remuneration. And we call this subsistence. There will be a new education system that focuses on the development of the child according to the child's skills, not what the institutions and the system wants them to learn, which means they'll probably be learning the truth rather than the lies that are perpetrated to them. The medical system will get an overall where the focus will be on natural health, natural solutions, rather than bombarding the body with pharmaceuticals which are designed to keep people sick. This is a big rethink, people. I don't expect that you're going to grasp it all at once. But imagine this. Imagine a lion that's kept in a cage for all of its life and it only gets fed when somebody comes and feeds it and it only gets fed the minimal to keep it alive. 
And at a point, it's now conditioned. It just walks backwards and forwards in front of the cage. There's no purpose to life. It sort of gets into a numbed state. That's where most of the people on this planet are. They're in this numbed state. Get up, go to work, to do a job you don't like, to, to get enough money to be able to pay the rent so you can get up the next morning and do the same thing. And maybe, just maybe if you're lucky, you can save enough of that money so you can go away for a week and lie on a beach and be happy. Now imagine what happens when not only do you throw the cage door wide open, but you actually remove the cage completely. And the lion finally looks around and says, my God, where am I? And it will take the while, it'll take a while for the lion to realise that the cage is gone. It'll still walk backwards and forwards in the same place. Then eventually it suddenly realises the bars aren't there anymore. And within time, suddenly the lion becomes free. And if any of you have seen a video when they do that to these animals, they start leaping for joy like they were just young pups, kittens again. That's where we're at. We're at that point where we're going to be free for the first time in our lives. And it's coming about because of the coming together of the First Nations elders. Yulikai, who is the spiritual grandfather of this land, is now working in conjunction with the eight grandmothers of this land because this land is actually grandmother law, looks after the internal aspects of the community, the wealth and safety of the children. Grandfather's law is about the outward-looking protection of society. And probably for the first time in a long, long time, they're working together to free us from the foreign invaders. But they knew that they didn't have the numbers. They have the power. They have the law. They have the international law on their side. But they don't have the numbers. But we do. We have the numbers. So how are we going to make this great transition? Because we're planning that at midnight on New Year's Eve this year, the new, or should I say, the old law replaces the corporate law. And it will be done passively because we will just refuse to use their banks. We will just refuse to abide by their, or their legislations. And if they try to impose their legislations, they will be guilty of war crimes. Is this going to be an easy transition? Well, we're expecting some resistance, but we're working hard behind the scenes so that you guys can be free. We know you've got heaps of questions, but I felt that it was important first and foremost that you knew the background to what has been happening. Please watch the video. Please get a copy of the documents. Familiarise yourself with what's happening. So then we can get into the nitty gritties of when somebody says, what's going to happen to my house? Are the black fellas going to take my house away from me? Well, the simple answer to the question is, you never had it anyway. The corporation had lied to you. 
they led you into believing it was your house and you put in hundreds of thousands of dollars to purchase a piece of paper. It was all a fraud. The black fan is not going to take your house away from you. He's going to protect it from the criminal corporation. It's the same with everything. So here we are, people, at a crossroad in the future of this planet because this is the first time that this has been done. We welcome you, those of you who are familiar with all of this, who've been waiting for this to happen, who are part of this happening. Get involved. Do what you can. I say to people, don't talk to me about what won't happen or what you know what's going to go wrong or what if they do that. Say to me, how can I help? How can I help? There's an old saying from John F. Kennedy. Ask not what you can do, what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Because this is the time when we've got to stand up and say, you know what? If we don't do anything, you think nothing's going to change? If we don't do anything... It will change because in February, the WHO will create a new pandemic and they will move in and take over this country and you will have lost your last chance. This is our last chance and we're committed to make sure it works because we are in, if you want to call it this way, we are in the right. We have international law on our side. We also have overseas countries, very powerful overseas countries, who in principle are on our side. And there are discussions going on with certain countries and certain embassies to that effect. We are not doing this alone. There are people all over the globe who know that when we tip over the first domino, the rest will follow. You might be fearful. I understand that. But being fearful is not going to stop them from doing what they're going to do. Being brave is. Now, if each one of us stands up to be strong, you can have 100,000, 200, 300,000, and there will be gatherings in support of what we're doing. No more protesting. No more protesting. Promoting. We're going to gather in numbers and we're going to celebrate our freedom. We're not going to go up to councils and police and try to bring them down. We're going to go up to them and say, come to our side, join us. It's time. Stand up. It's easy to be one of 100,000 people standing and chanting. But do the same thing standing up alone in front of 100,000 people. That's where courage comes in. Imagine if we had all of us standing in that courage combined. Because that's where we're headed, folks. Don't miss this train. This is the last train out of hell. Jump on board, crawl on board, 
whatever you do, drag your friends on board, do what do whatever you need to do to get on board this train. Because it's going to be a hell of a ride for the next three weeks. We'll see you in the next Zoom calls and we'll see you in our Zoom calls to answer your questions on the spot. Welcome to what is the new world. Thank you, Alex. Beautiful. All righty. So hopefully that's given enough of a background for everything. And it'll and Shell will trim the end of that off, and that little piece will be put up as the first thing for people to watch. And they can play it back again. And for those of you who are here for the first time, there's so much to learn. There's so much to learn, but it's liberating because you're going to find out, wait a minute, you mean I don't own my car? You mean I don't own my house? What, what's going on here? And you'll learn about the fraud of the placenta and the, what they call the Setica V Trust. And you'll find out that there are three trust accounts that you are the beneficiary of that are worth billions of dollars. You say, what? How's all that money there? Well, we'll tell you how it's there. 